Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty show for an NFL 2020 playoff special. I didn't expect us to be here tonight, but we are. We're here to go through all the different playoff scenarios. Who do you want to face in the AFC and the NFC? Who don't you want to face? Sneaky teams, teams that might not make the playoffs, but would have been dangerous otherwise. We're going to go through all that and much more on today's podcast. First, I want to remind you guys to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, and all of the other platforms that you use. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that, we will get rolling. So, Micey, I need to lead by saying that in terms of the records, so us betting against the line, we were, we were dead even last week, right? Last week, you were up by three. You're up by three this week again. I actually had a three-game lead on you, but in the late windows, you have my advantage. So we're dead even. We were both 6-9-1 last week. And right now, you're three games ahead of me. Our only chances to get over 500, okay? So listen to this. So right now, for you, you're 75-82-6, seven games under 500. So that one means you need to be, obviously, eight games over 500, 16 games. You need to be eight games over 500. So if you were 12 and four, if you get 12 of the 16 games next week, you end the season over 500. Okay. Now for me, it's a little more challenging. I'm 72, 85 and six, which means I'm 13 games under 500. So I would need to be near perfect. I would need to be, um, I believe, 15 and one, right? Because no, 14 and two, 15 yeah, and one. I would need yeah. 15 and one. 15 and one, because that would give me 14. Right, a 14 net window, and I would be one game over 500. So I'm going to be near perfect. Yours is more realistic. We'll see what happens there. We'll get to the lines at a later point in time. But today we're here to discuss the NFL playoffs. It's nearing. Um, it's still in the AFC. Four, three wild card spots. We don't know who's going to be in and who's not, although we have some sort of a semblance of an idea. Right now, the picture, we all know it. Obviously, the uh, Dolphins at number five, Ravens at number six. And the Browns at number seven, despite losing to the Jets last week. They got lucky. Colts lost. So, comeback, by the way. Comeback from the Steelers. So, let, let's get to it. The first question I wanted to pose to you, Meisty, is this. We all know that the Kansas City Chiefs are the team nobody wants to play, right? I mean, everything you gauge, whether you're the Steelers, whether you're the Bills, the Titans, the Ravens, the Dolphins, Browns, Colts, whatever you, whichever team you are, let's see. Oh, let's get a seed that can potentially avoid playing the Chiefs as soon as possible, right? That's, that's really the way we look at things. However, the second the toughest team in the AFC, who is it? This can be up for debate. So who do you think is the second the toughest team, meaning second toughest in the playoff in the AFC? Who do you think that is? It's the, the, the Bills who are the second toughest team in – the AFC. Um, I, just really? think, I just think that Buffalo is also, just like the Ravens are peaking right now, so are, so is Buffalo. And, you know, if not for the Hale Murray, that they would, they would, they would have 10 straight wins. They'd, um, I mean, the Bill, Josh Allen should be MVP. If not for Mahomes, who being who Mahomes is and Rogers being who Rogers is, Josh Allen's having just as good as the year as them. I mean, yeah, he's not Rodgers, he's not Mahomes, but he's having probably the best season of his of his career. He's probably not going to have a better season than this. This might be the best Josh Allen he might. I mean, he might get better. He might win a Super Bowl. That doesn't mean he's going to have, you know, a better year, right? I'm not saying that Josh, this is it. This is all the Josh Allen we're going to get. No, I'm saying is that Josh Allen's, you know, stat-wise and, 
and Josh, Josh Allen just beast mode, this might be, you know, what we might get. We're not, you know, it seems they're going to start being able to figure out the, the, the nicks and nooks to get him. So when it comes to who's the second to best quarterback in the AFC, Josh Allen's in the discussion, right? Baker Mayfield's in the discussion. I'm seeing in the AFC playoff run. Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, all those guys are in the discussion, right? All right. So that that's a question in of itself. And Ryan Tannehill could be put in that discussion too. Um, it, it's so close to me. Who is the second best team in the AFC? You could legitimately remember last week we discussed who's the best team in the AFC North. You can make a case for all three teams. You could make a case for the Bills. You can make a case for the Steelers. You can make a case for the for the Titans. You can make a case for the Ravens, right? You can, I don't really see a you make case for the Browns. You make case for the Steelers. I see a case for everyone else. Ah, that's funny you said that because I actually think the second toughest beat in the AFC is the Steelers. And I'm I'm and I've never seen myself having to pump up the Steelers so much in my entire life. I started off eleven and zero, a team that was overrated, and I expressed that several times. I think the Bills are probably the third best team in the AFC, but I. It's very close between them and the Steelers, but I, I, I could. I, this is my case for the Steelers. Okay, let's play devil's advocate for a second. Let's say the Steelers are the second best team. That's who I'm going with. Okay, so at the quarterback position this year, the Bills' advantage is is strong, real strong. I mean, Big Ben is a subpar performance, especially over the last month. Josh Allen has been having the best year of his career, six or seven best quarterback in football this year, no question. Um, other than a few, you know, a three-game stretch against the Titans and, and the Jets. and Other than that three-game stretch, he really has been playing really, really good football. And the Bills' defense is good. Bills have no running game. That's number one. They have Josh okay. Allen. So they have Josh Allen to run the ball. Yeah, but 100% they have Josh Allen to run the ball. That, 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 that's a threat. Don't get me wrong. But he, he's not like – he's not going to be the sole reason that they have a good running game. You know, you need a good run blocking, which they don't have the bills. The bills run blocking is really bad. Okay. Now he's able to create his own protection in the pocket, but also I think the Steelers have an edge on defense. So yes, yeah, so while the bills have the, have an edge on the, at the best position, the Steelers have the edge on defense mightily. I think people forget. I know they've been struggling the last few weeks. They lost a few bad teams, but what did I say? Tomlin has a guy rallying the boys when it matters most. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to make the Super Bowl, but they have playmakers on offense. They can match the Bills. The Bills with Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, I mean, that's unbelievable. That receiving core is unbelievable. Steelers have a great receiving core when Deontay Johnson is not dropping passes and when Juju Smith-Schuster is not dancing. The Steelers have a great receiving core. Big Ben has found ways. He's been playing in the good games this year, like we saw the last quarter and a half against the Colts. He can make the big-time throws when he needs to, and he can get the ball to his playmakers and let the defense do the rest and let the playmakers do the rest. He can do that. They have a great offensive line. They have a recipe for success here. I know that because they lost three straight games and two of them to, to subpar teams, people like to forget that they are a very good roster, but they have a very good roster. So it's very close. Who's better, the Bills or Steelers? I think it's a lot closer than people say, and I could even say the case for the Steelers. So I think it's code two. Now, who would I rather play in the playoffs? Probably the Probably the Bills because, like, the Steelers in the playoffs are lethal. I'm sorry. They're lethal. There's a reason they have six Super Bowls. They're a team that always has success in the playoffs, and they can beat anyone. Um, couldn't they beat the Chiefs? That's a different story. But other than the Chiefs, I really think they can beat anyone. So I think the Steelers are <clears throat> right there with the Bills. And that's an unpopular opinion. But I like to not have short-term memory loss and think about the season as a scope, not just the last few weeks. They both have the same record. I know that doesn't necessarily mean much. The Steelers beat the Titans. They beat the Ravens. They beat the Browns. They beat tough teams. Um, and they beat the teams they were supposed to as well. So I think it's a very close race.
that's it. I, I just I, I don't like to underrate the steals. And whenever you underrate the steals, you know what they're gonna do. They're gonna spite you. Well, I mean, as I have it, the question really is what's gonna happen this week. Is the question is the Steelers win or the Browns win? Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Browns just winning this one. It's almost impossible for them not to. Which would then have well, would have back to back weeks of everything else that I have, you know, planned out for the AFC where it comes to my plan. Um then I have the Brown Steelers facing off in the wild card next week, which would have back-to-back weeks of Brown Steelers, which always makes it interesting. Okay, that's interesting. You have that. I have a little different of a picture than you. We'll go through our what, what our predictions for the seating is in a second. So that's interesting that you have that. I, uh, that we clearly disagree on that. Now, um, the next thing I wanted to get to is this. So, so let's get to the scenarios a little. That's the first order of business. Who's the second favorite team? We obviously have difference in opinion on that. The second best team in the AFC. Let's stick with the AFC first, and we'll move to the NFC. So I think that um, so, tons of interesting scenarios here, right? So right now, obviously, Dolphins are the fifth seed with a loss and a win by Browns, Colts, Ravens. They're out, right? So they have many different avenues to the playoffs. Even if they lose, either Ravens, Colts, or Browns lose. And they, the Browns are playing to a Mason Rudolph-led Steelers. The, the Ravens are playing to a Joe Burrow-less Bengals. And Indianapolis is playing against Jaguars who locked up uh, Trevor Lawrence. So there's, there, there, it's hard to see any of those games pending. Wait, hold on. Certainly let, me, let me stop right there. The Jaguars yeah, could win, and the Jets could lose, and the Jaguars would have the one pick, right? That's right. The Jaguars have nothing but to play their hearts out and try to knock the Colts out of the playoffs. I, I agree with you. And, and or two, whatever week it was, week one. Week one. They haven't won a game since week one. That's fine. That's fine. They can knock them right out. I would agree with you if they weren't so bad. They have to start guarding They're just so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I I never I don't believe that players ever tank. I believe that front offices might tank. So the front office might set up the team in a situation where they they don't they don't start their best players. They put them on the they put the best players on the injury report. You know whatever it is, they bring guys up from the practice squad, or they don't make moves when they should. Whatever the whatever the situation might be, the front office might set up the team for failure in a tank situation. But the 22 players on the field are always trying their hearts out. I heard this on, on, on PFF the other day. He made a good point. You think Sam – this was two weeks ago. You think Sam Darnold is not going to play so that Trevor Lawrence can replace him next year? That's what, that's a crazy logic. And you don't think right? Adam Gates is coaching hoping that someone might just probably not sign him? Exactly. Exactly. These guys, they're all playing for something, number one. They're all going to play their hardest. That was evident. Yeah. Sam Darnold played pretty well last and the Jets won. So, I, you know, there's no such thing as tanking. I agree. I just think the Jaguars are so outmatched, so many injuries. Yeah, but my question always is, like, there, there, are, are there no players in on it? Is there no guy who's guaranteed the money who's just, hey, have a bad season. You're on a six-year contract. This year, who cares? Next year, start trying. You're already you're already proposing a conspiracy theory. I now I don't know if I'm saying that, that at that point. You're, you're, yeah, you're right. I don't want to get into that. Exactly. I don't know if I want to subscribe to to the conspiracy theorists, but uh, I I will say it's possible. But for the most part, players are going to try to play. So Indianapolis beats Jacksonville. 
let's say. So all the teams, like you said, Dolphins, they need one of those three teams to lose if they lose. And they might lose because they're playing the Bills. And right now, the Bills haven't announced that they're going to bench. They might, just like the Steelers, they might follow oh. suit, but they haven't announced they're going to bench. Well, the Bills, it's only worth it for the Bills to say if the Steelers if the Steelers lose. But if the Steelers somehow pull off a crazy win, which is definitely possible, Buffalo could, could def, will, will have to, Buffalo has to win. So I don't know. Right. I guess if Buffalo sits, Miami has that easy win. Correct. Now the question is, will Buffalo sit? So you're, you're proposing something interesting. So Pittsburgh is benching Ben Roethlisberger. Now, Buffalo might not follow suit. They might say, hey, let's take advantage. Let's start. And if we win, you know, then we assure that because yeah, they're going they to be might, playing at the same time. Josh Allen might play three quarters. They might just blow him out, hopefully. Or it might be a close game. They're not going to play conservative, possibly. But the, the, but the Dolphins aren't playing conservative. The Dolphins are out there trying to Trying to get a win, right? So, so either Josh Allen is in or Josh Allen is out. Well, let me throw one at you. Let's say that halfway through the game, right, Bills and Steelers playing at the same time. Halfway through the game, Browns are beating the Steelers, uh, you know, thirty to seven, whatever it is. They're kicking, they're kicking their butts, right? And then, Steel Bills see, okay, we're in a close game, but who cares, right? With Mason Rudolph, he didn't come back from twenty-three points down. So at halftime, maybe the the Bulls, the Bills push, pull Josh Allen. Maybe that's a possibility. You could play it by ear. Right. I guess. And if it's a close playing, game, then you have reason to play Josh Allen the because then you that's playing the scoreboard. They say it's a dangerous game. They all do it. They all do it. I'm not sure if the players do it, but someone on the sidelines doing it. Okay. <laughs> Even Mark Andrews said during last week's game, last week's the Mark Andrews the tight end for the Ravens, he said like he couldn't help but check his phone right after the game or something like that. I forgot. No, but I'm talking about like coaches. It's hard. You're coaching based off the. You're you're making a playbook based off. You know. You're not making a playbook. You're 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 going in to win the game. But then halftime it comes. Steelers are losing by 25. Okay, kick get get Josh Allen out of the game. You you check the score. Okay, 20. I don't think they're gonna do it, but it's a, it's it. You know, I I hear the logic behind it. Right. Anyway, you're right. This is not the NFL. It's never going to happen that way. So let let let's let's let. This is something I want to. This is very interesting. The Tennessee Titans can miss the playoffs. Tennessee Titans lose, and then the Colts win. In addition to the Ravens, Browns, and Dolphins, Titans are out. Which is which? Titans are playing the Texans. But if the Titans somehow loses, Deshaun Watson pulls his tricks out of the hat, becomes a magician. He is right. All the other teams have a good chance of winning. Titans can miss the playoffs if they lose this game. This is almost a must-win. Browns have to win. Colts have to win. Titans just lose. I think all those teams are going to win. I think the Titans have to win. I think they're in a must-win situation. My my predictions are all the teams that need to win in the wild card race are going to win. Right. So that leaves the Titans needing to win, which is a crazy concept that the Titans are in a potential win-and-in situation or lose-and-out situation even though they look to be clinched the playoffs weeks ago. Not not technically clinched the playoffs, but, okay. you know, okay. didn't look like they were going to How about this, then? Here's my scenario for you. Let me throw this one at you. <laughs> Bills win. <laughs> Texans win. Titans drop down to the seventh seed. The Titans would come all the way down. That would put the Ravens playing the Colts 
that would play Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee, Buffalo. Tennessee, Buffalo again it would be amazing. Amazing. But that would – so that would only happen if the yeah. Dolphins lost. Okay. That, that's an interesting scenario. So, yeah, Titans-Bills again. And then we'd have two two rounds. So we'd have the Titans Bills great game. Obviously, right now they were they've been the third fourth seed the entire season, right? They would be playing each other. Ravens Steelers oh, great Brown rivalry. Steelers Ravens Colts. I have. Ooh, two good rivalries. That'd be that'd be an entertaining wild card weekend. Jeez, I like it. Not gonna happen. But I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so so let's go through it. So who one to seven? Who, who you got? Who's well, your one? Yeah. Obviously, once again, we're questioning. But if the Bills sit, it makes all the difference. Uh, let me just make sure I have it. Okay, so I have obviously the Chiefs one, I have Buffalo two, Pittsburgh three. I have Tennessee four. Then it goes Baltimore, Cleveland, and Indy at the seven. I have the same thing as you. I, I think I think because we're both assuming that Buffalo is going to start and right. beat the Dolphins, uh, right? Hello, Josh now, Allen can start and Dolphins can still win. Of course they could. I'm, yeah, I'm not willing to turn out. This is just my magic. Opinion. Just has to put his helmet on backwards and just throw the ball. It seems to be caught. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's magic or Tua? You think you're gonna? You think you're gonna keep yeah, its magic in there? Tua and bring in its magic at the half. It's the classic. That's their game plan coming into the game, by the way. They're like, let's start to put Fitzmagic in halfway through the game. He's going to bring in Fitzmagic, and he's just going to do it. And, <laughs> and, and, and Tua's okay with it, apparently. So, um, But once again, I, if Miami could pull the win, I would give Miami the fifth seed, Baltimore six, Cleveland seven. Right. Then, then, the, then, the, then Baltimore would play Pittsburgh most likely, and then Cleveland so, ended up playing Buffalo. By Cleveland, by Pittsburgh sitting their players, they're forcing, they're allowing themselves to be beat and have to play Baltimore instead of having to play the Colts in the two seed. Had the Bills lost, I think maybe you're right, you're onto something. Then they would have been like, "Hey, we don't want to play the Ravens." Let's let's try to get the second seed. But now they don't control their own destiny and for the they second can knock seed. Out the Browns. So they can knock the Browns out. Like the hype on my Baker they, Mayfield. Yeah. They obviously don't care enough. They obviously don't care enough. They'd obviously rather bench the starters, right? At least Ben Ben Roethlisberger is thirty eight years old. He's been hobbled up his entire career. He's been on the decline this year, but when healthy and protected well. You know, he can lead you to victory. So that's why the Steelers just want to make sure he gets that extra week of rest. Besides, they haven't had a bye in a, in, in a long time. So I, I, that extra week of rest to, to essentially give the Steelers an early bye, I understand it. I don't know if it, I agree with it, but I understand My it. by the way, is we're going to have a big fat delay when uh, the Chiefs still haven't had their outbreak yet in their team. Good call. And the Chiefs are just going to hit the outbreak in, in one of like, Think about it. They have, they're going to have off now for a week. They're going to have, like, a week off. Their players, someone's going to do something stupid. Some personnel, some player, someone, whatever. And the outbreak's going to happen. We're all just going to – because, think about it, I, the NFL can't be, oh, this game's Monday night. No, they're going to have to shut the entire 
the entire, they have to shut the entire set, the entire week down to make it fair. Well, if, if, if that situation occurs, then would you take advantage of that weekend between the two weeks in between the Super Bowl and the, and the championship games where the well, Pro Bowl is placed? And then play, Actually, no, the week after that. That bye Which, week for the Super Bowl team. So that bye week is very important. Yeah. So that's the question. Would you take advantage of that or would you just add an extra week on the You might the have to have those teams play. And that, I mean, you know, know that, but really the NFL should put out notice to, the, to these teams and say, hey, you you cannot you cannot break protocol. You you will have to put guys out there. We don't care if you have to go out into the streets on the road into the streets of Baltimore or Pittsburgh or Kansas City and find people to play. You got to stick people. I mean, whatever. I don't know. You know, but something along those lines where you're playing your game when your 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 time starts at one o'clock, you're kicking off at one o'clock. The only problem with that is they've accommodated the teams this year several on several occasions. So all of a sudden to the playoffs, they're not going to accommodate. I, I don't see that happening. Teams, it's you, you get stricter, and you're not going to. You're, you're the league is cut in half. Your, your control is much easier. But they should have figured out a bubble situation if they weren't having fans, which is, to me just didn't make any sense to start. Whatever. It, it, what happened happened. That that it's in the past, but. I think they're also they're hoping probably by next year there'll be vaccines. So as long as they get through, you know, this year, then hopefully next, next year. year I'm talking about you're talking. No, but what I'm saying is that they don't. You're saying they don't want to like give the teams leeway and think that you can get away with it. But it's really only a few more weeks of getting away with it theoretically if the vaccines and everything ends up working out. You hear what I'm saying? Okay. And the next we're gonna have to deal with this. So you can get them let them get away with something for the next few weeks and then I heard not have to worry about complaining it. saying that they don't think NFL players should jump in front of the line to get the vaccine. And I said, Do you not want football? Like what do you think is gonna <laughs> happen if something goes wrong? And he agreed. And so I think that that was the, the simple argument. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so football fans might disagree with that statement. <laughs> From a selfish perspective, of course. Oh, it's completely yeah. selfish. I agree with you. <laughs> I completely agree with you. So let's 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 shift gears to the NFC. So the NFC is very compelling. Now, the Giants I saw today can either win the NFC East and be in the play- and host the playoff game next week, or have the fourth overall pick. Which is and, and draft Justin who feels who who knows draft like a top quarter they won't but they, theoretically I mean they would need like every team every bad team to win but that the the fact that that's a scenario here in week seventeen is unbelievable concept now who so so here's here's the first thing okay best team in the NFC I think right now everyone agrees is the Packers defense is coming along slowly but surely I think it's very underrated what they did against the Titans last week was they they, they literally said. Derrick Henry, you're not going to run against us. And he didn't, and he didn't get anything going on the ground. And Tannehill, other than the 49-yard rushing touchdown, which is impressive, he's got wheels, Tannehill, by the way. It's underrated. But other than that 49-yard so rushing touchdown, nothing. I said, well, so was Flacco. Ryan was a college wide receiver. High school wide receiver. He's legit. He's legit. He's got wheels. Guy can run. Now, he can throw, too. 
but he, he was not able to last week. And I think the Packers defense has done a good job last few weeks of containing opposing offenses. So that's something that's been underrated. Devontae Adams has just been absolutely unreal this year. According to PFF, I think he's the number one rated wide receiver. Let me double check Devontae that. Adams? Devontae Adams, yes, number one rated wide receiver. 90.3 grade. I mean, he's just been unbelievable this year. And, you know, like give give a top-notch receiver to Rodgers. Rodgers can create receivers out of nothing. Give him a guy that's already good. He makes yeah. him even better. And that duo is very hard, very hard to yeah, stop. So that that scary. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs this year, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams this year. Who's better? Who's better? Oh, Rogers Adams. Rogers Adams this year. Allen to Diggs is a great is a great combination, but Rogers to Adams is literally unstoppable. I mean, we're talking about a guy that gets like ten receptions every game. It's crazy. And, and how many how many yards? His average depth of target is crazy. Look at the numbers for Devontae Adams. It's unbelievable. He's open all the time. I, like, it's I'm not like we're talking Rodgers thrown up. But my point is that Diggs to Allen, we didn't have it all year. There's a lot of times where Diggs was out. So so if they had a full season together, which next year, let's see next year, they might literally explode for record numbers next year if Diggs can stay healthy. Maybe. Maybe. I also think that Cole Beasley's been a lot better than Alan Al Lazard. Lazard's a solid player, but Don Cole Dallas Beasley's been real, real good this year. Scantling. Dallas Scantling can do things when you, they need him to do it. I mean, I don't really think he's such a great. I think, I think, I think, I think my, Alan Lazard's the second best receiver. On I, I'm just proving more to your. I'm adding on to your point that Buffalo's supporting cast is way better than Rogers when Adams. Buffalo is a better receiver than 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 the Packers. I agree, but Rogers is so much better than everyone this year. In my opinion, he's a runaway MVP, if you ask me. Rodgers, so much better than everyone this year. Okay, so so here's my so here's what I'm saying. Rodgers is so much better than everyone this year, right? That him with a top-notch receiver like Devontae Adams, and then pieces like Lazard and Scantling, they are a lethal, dangerous team. And then last week, who was that running back that came in and just like tore the Titans um, to shreds? Shoot, I forgot. I forgot what his name. I remember it from. It wasn't Aaron Jones. Someone else came in there. The running game, Jones, and it was probably a DraftKings piece this past week. The, the, the Packers seem to be the favorite in the NFC. So let's pose the same question. Assuming the Packers are the favorites, okay, who is the second best team in the NFC? Now, this is a loaded question because Saints have the question mark with Drew Brees. You know, um, who's going to win the, uh, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson's, very up and down this year. This, the defense has been Dillon, a little. AJ Dillon, by the way, is running back. AJ Dillon, very good, thank you. AJ Dillon. So yes, with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. So, so is, who who do you think is the uh, second best team in the NFC? Um, what, what do you think? Okay, so this is a tough one. Very tough. Do you want me to start off? Go for it. Hit it. Hit it. You start for me. Okay, so in my humble opinion, I like to say that the team with the best player at the best position, okay, is is the is the favorite to make a deep playoff run, which is the Seattle Seahawks. No question, right? Out of the out of the field after the Packers, Seahawks are the best quarterback in the NFC. It's not even close. Russell Wilson has he had his ups and downs this year, yes, but still top five quarterback in football and still over well. Drew Brees, I mean, Drew Brees is not – I don't know if he's good anymore, to be honest. I don't know if he's a good quarterback anymore. Wow. 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 I mean, 
He hasn't played well. Yeah, but he hasn't played barely in a month and a half. And then the last two weeks, he hasn't done anything crazy. Tell Bob, to me that. Bob, has he done anything? Bob, Bob will not be happy you say that. Bob, Bob would agree with me. Bob, well, Bob has to wait five weeks to find out what happened. So. <laughs> it's. <laughs> well, you know, Bob would agree with me because Drew Brees is not even in the top 20 in PFF's well, rankings this year. Bob, quarterback Bob hasn't found out about the injury yet, so he has to get the. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> One thing's for sure, I would take the, the Drew Brees-led Saints over the Tyson Hill-led. But actually, I think the third best team in the NFC – is the is are the Patriots? Tom Brady's playing really well this year. I mean, I don't. Know. He's making. Did I say the Patriots? The Buccaneers. I, I associate Brady with the Patriots. The Buccaneers. Tom Brady's playing well this year. He's making big time throws left and right. He's not putting the ball in harm's way. He's taking advantage of his weapons. Look at Mike Evans coming. At Antonio Brown coming along. Like I, I, I taking advantage of the tight ends. Gronk been getting progressively better, like you predicted in the beginning of the year. Progressively better. The defense has been solid the whole year. Has been has been an upper echelon defense. That's a competitive team. Do it like uh, are, are the, is Brady going to get another Super Bowl run? What is this? Already? So I happen to think that the Buccaneers are the most danger, second most dangerous team, uh, maybe even the most dangerous team out of coming out of the NFC. Like literally the same reasons you said. Brady is just Brady. He's playoff timing. It's a new, it's a new twist. It's Brady. You'll never know what's coming. Um, I, I think Seattle. Is, so so I have Seattle. Seattle. I don't think Seattle goes anywhere in the playoffs. But we'll discuss that when it comes to the playoffs. But um, I just think that. I just think that Brady is, and the defense is much better. The 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 fact is that they just didn't they just didn't get as many wins as the as the Saints. That's it. <laughs> so they don't get the division. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I think Brady Brady first of all is having a great year. When it comes to the playoffs, you never know what, what damage he can do. Brady's playing way better than last yeah. year, by the way. It's not even close. Way better. And to think at a guy like you think, oh, he's on the decline last year. He didn't he played? You know. Average or maybe a little above average, right? You would think a guy at 41 years old, he's only going to get worse. And then he got better again. What the heck happened? He's like just as good as he was in 2018, two years right. ago. Like he skipped a year. Uh, maybe it's the system. It's a change of scenery. I don't know what it is. After a couple weeks where he really started to gel with that offense, like Brady's really been playing well. And the thing that's been going a little under the radar, like for the first time in his career, Brady hasn't been being discussed as much as he should be. Interesting phenomena. But – Anyway, so I, I think that we could both agree the Bucs are dangerous. Um, I would maybe say Seahawks, again, Seahawks, Bucks very close, just like Steelers and Bills in the AFC. That's my opinion. Um, okay, so, 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 so let, let me, let me uh, ask you this then. Bucks are going to be number five. Do we think there's any chance that the winner of the NFC East is going to win that game in the first round? I don't know if you know who I have as the fourth seed coming out of the NFC East. Hit it. One to seven. Hit it. I have the Green Bay Packers, obviously. I have the New Orleans Saints. I get Seattle. Then my seventh seed is Chicago. I'm going to skip. I'm not telling you my fourth seed. Chicago losing this week. I have the Rams as the sixth seed. I have Tampa as the fifth seed. My fourth seed. I have so wait, 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 wait. I have the same thing as you really? so far. So who's your fourth seed? Yeah, I have Chicago losing, but then I have the Rams so beating the Cardinals. And the Cardinals are out. 
Me too. I also this week to Jalen Hurts led Eagles and then Dallas coming in the Red Rocket like you said he's going to yeah. lead the Cowboys to the playoffs could ever leave the lead the Bengals there but he sure could now I think that as the week gets closer as the weekend gets closer I think that a lot of these things are going to change uh, my prime examples could be places like Buffalo um, you know Buffalo losing I can I could switch to Arizona winning you know pending oh oh time out time out What's his name? It's not playing. Uh-oh. I think that was today. Who? The Rams quarterback is out. Jared Goff is out. Goff isn't there. playing? You All keep right. on talking. Uh, I'm going to look that up. That. So now we have Arizona at the sixth seed. Seventh seed would be the Rams. And Chicago would be knocked out. Hopes to be back. So here's the top headline. Rams, Jared Goff has surgery on thumb injury. Hopes to be back for playoffs. So that probably Im- implies that he's not going to be, right? Yeah, wants to be back. Yes, because they could take the loss. And as long as Green Bay clutches their win, which assume that – John Walford? John Walford ain't beating the, Ra- the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals in the playoffs. They're, they're already in on me. Okay, I forgot that Jared Goff is ruled out or not out, but whatever. Yeah, I also – so, so, so you're going. So, so, so you have the same that 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 order. So you have you have five bucks, six red, Cardinals, I, seven I have Rams. To just think that there's no reason why the Washington Football Team cannot beat the Eagles and just walk into the division and walk into the playoffs, which would be, by the way, an Alex Smith return. Okay, hold on, scenario time. Here's my boldest of predictions. Alex Smith returns for the playoffs somehow, beats Tom Brady. That's all I need to say. Alex Smith returns to the playoffs. But, oh, that would be that would be something else. Who who do you think has a better chance of beating Tom Brady? Andy Dalton led Cowboys or Alex Smith led Washington? Because with the football team's defense has been very impressive this year, and the Cowboys have just been terrible. But I think the Cowboys' offense actually had a lot of potential. Uh, uh, like they were highly hyped. Uh, uh, Nine or ten uh, wins. Uh, Alex Smith was a playoff quarterback prior when he was on Kansas City. He was a playoff quarterback when he was on 49ers. The man's a playoff quarterback. He happens to be he's, – it's very unlucky. He's got, I agree. He's taken over by Colin Kaepernick, you know. Then in came Patty Mahomes. You know, in came Dwayne Haskins. In came, you know, injuries, obviously. You know, it, it's – Alex Smith is their quarterback. I think next year, that division is not going to get any better. And Alex Smith comes back next year fully healthy. He's gonna run away with that division. What about Dak? What about Dak? Oh. Dak's gonna come back healthy. That should make the Cowboys no, look better, no? The Red Rocket and Andy Dalton is the second best quarterback in the state of Texas. Okay, that they they should be looking so you're saying- Dak Prescott. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> Dalton as their starting quarterback. I mean, if this man gets into the playoffs. Dak Prescott hasn't been able to get them there. Zeke Elliott hasn't been able to get there. No, you have Andy Dalton and Tony Pollard getting you to the playoffs, Rocky. Wait a second. So you're trying to suggest that Andy Dalton, the guy who for 10 years on the Bengals couldn't throw the ball past 30 yards, should now replace Dak Prescott, who just got who's gonna like get paid like time to throw the ball past 30 yards because he had no offensive line. 
Because he doesn't have an arm. He, he doesn't have an arm. He didn't have, He also kept playing the Ravens twice a year, the Steelers twice a year. He had good receivers. He had a good receiving core. He had a good receiving core. And it's no offensive line. You've seen the you've seen the Bengals offensive line. They they, they block each other. They just don't. They forget to block. It's embarrassing. It's it's it doesn't make any sense to me. They pay millions of dollars. I could do better than that. So Dalton and Prescott are going to be battling out for the Cowboys starting position in the offseason. That's what you're telling me right now. He would lose his job if Dak Prescott didn't get himself the starting job. But if, 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 if the owner wasn't as involved and the coach wasn't really worried about his job and, and, and in all reality, there should be a – so, somewhat of a fight. Dak Prescott should be the starting quarterback, but Andy Dalton should have a fair chance at trying to win the spot. Obviously, he won't, and Dak Prescott is their quarterback. But once again, if Andy Dalton, Nick folds it and wins the Super Bowl, then what? It, 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 you're talking about there's a reason that the Bengals released him. They gave him 10 years of, of worth of chances. 10 years? Do you know how many times against Ravens and Steelers in those 10 years? 20 times. 20. It hurts. It hurts. 20. He beat, wait, wait, wait. No, he beat the Ravens he and Steelers 20 times, you think? Oh, yeah. How many times did he beat him? I'm actually going to pull this up. No, yeah, he, he beat the – he had success against Ravens and Steelers. I just don't know if it's as much as you think. Six. Here I have it pulled. I have it pulled up right here. Okay, the so this is 2018 was the last time he was there, right? So uh, two and one, two and two, three and two, three and three. Actually, whoa, whoa, my gosh, he's actually he's actually over five hundred against the Ravens. In his career. Well, when the Ravens play in week 17 a lot, and the Ravens by then had clinched, they benched sometimes. Only one of those games are in January. Two of those games are in January. Or December. And one of them, the Ravens won. Um, well, you have that year. When, when's, when's the last time when's the last time the Ravens are playing the Bengals in week 17? The last when's time the last time? So the, the infamous, the, the infamous Tyler, Tyler Boyd. So that was the time that Tyler bored, but then there was another time where the Bengals knocked the Ravens out of the playoffs last week. Really? What was that? That must have been a long time ago. Do we... Oh, that was, you know what that was? 2016. Bengals beat the Ravens 24 16. No, Ravens were even eight that year. out of the playoffs that year. That was the Antonio Brown catch. No, that was the next Very that was bad luck for the Ravens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the, the Bengals have the number. The it's it's a little scary serious. for the Ravens this week. Okay, go ahead. A Ravens lost. What are you getting at? Unless the Browns or Colts lose. Colts aren't losing. The Browns might. No, the Steelers are starting. I mean, with 
I, I said they might. I didn't say they will. The Browns will probably win. I just said they might. The Steelers, and you said the Steelers are so good. There should be no reason why they can't just show up again as they always do to screw the Ravens. I'm just saying, we, we're all in on this Ravens winning thing. Ravens could just randomly, hey, we're not going to show up. Mark Andrews won't catch the ball. I never said we're all in. I never said we're all in. If I'm a betting man, I'm predicting the Ravens to win, but I never said it's for sure that they're going to win. I think the Ravens have a better chance of losing than the Colts do to the Jaguars. Kyle, but what's his name? Played really, Brandon Allen played really well last week. I, I, I don't think it's so crazy to say the Bengals could hang tight with the Ravens. I don't think they will, but it's not the craziest thing to say. And the Bengals have ruined the Ravens in the past, even when they weren't in contention, had nothing to play for. They love knocking the Ravens out of playoff contention. They love doing it. We'll see. It, it might be something interesting to watch. Uh, you know, the Ravens went up against a much tougher Giants defense last week, something much tougher than that they were facing three weeks prior. Browns, Cowboys, and Jaguars. Terrible defenses, and Lamar dominated. But last week against a good Giants defense, the Lamar played a little better. So that, that's an encouraging sign heading into the playoffs. We'll see what happens for the Ravens. Um, anyway, so the last thing I wanted to get to here was I, – I, I, tell me if I'm wrong – but so the NFL put the Sunday Night Football as the Eagles-Washington, uh, yeah. right? The logic is why that over the <clears throat> Bears, the Cardinals-Rams. Because if the Bears lose, then the Rams so can just bench their starters. They're doing regardless. Now, that's the first thing I was going to say. Number one, they're doing that regardless. I don't know if you could switch it at this point, the Sunday Night Football game. But they're oh, doing that regardless. The so you might as well put Cardinals-Rams in Sunday Night Football. Number two. No, they're not. What if the, if the, the Rams can miss the playoffs? The Rams are only sitting Jared Goff because they because Green he's injured. Day, if Green Bay wins, if, which they're probably win. going to, the Rams aren't as worried as to win. That's what I'm saying. So they can bench their starters, whereas the Cardinals so is still the Cardinals a, it's win, a must-win situation. The Rams aren't as worried as long as Green Bay wins. That's why it's not something that's football. Correct, but here. With Washington and Philly, regardless of the outcome between the Giants and the Cowboys, Washington's playing what, what for the division. Game is Sunday That's Sunday. why they put that Sunday night. Now, I, I thought I, I'm so Washington Philly. Someone told me opposite. because oh, you're right. here's, here, here's let me let me simplify this. Okay, let me simplify this. If the NFL were to put Cowboys Giants Sunday night football, there'd be a problem because if you know, Washington I, won, that game would mean right. would mean nothing. So that's, that's number one. The NFL is only going to make a game Sunday Night Football if there's going to be playoff implications no matter what. Now, the, now whatever happens in the Giants-Cowboys game, whoever wins that game, Washington needs to win in order to win the division. They win, they win, they lose, they're out. So that's why that game is Sunday Night Football in, in specific. Now, I thought at first maybe if Dallas and the Giants tie – then, they, then, then maybe Washington would, would have nothing to play for, but it's not true because then Dallas would win the division because they have the same record as Washington right now. Theoretically, it could have been a scenario, but I, th- I, I, I was thinking that there would, if it wasn't for this whole NFC East craziness, there would be no Southern football this week, right? So that's the last thing I wanted to say, just craziness in the NFC East. Like, like I said, Giants, every bad team loses this week, they could have the fourth overall Rocky, pick, but they could also host a playoff game again. Tom Brady. It came down to week 17 one year. Sure. And not one team, there was no team playing for playoff implications, but the only game was that the loser of that game 
would get the number one pick? Would they put that one to Sunday Night Football? Literally, if you a game of who can lose. <laughs> that's a great. That's a that's that's a that's a great question. I I don't think so. Just because then it would be it, it wouldn't. I don't know if it would produce good ratings. Like who wants to watch the Jets and the, the Jaguars play each other? Let's be honest. Maybe you and me, but right, because Trevor Lawrence could change it. Could cha- he could change the NFL for the next decade and a half. Who knows? But anyway, um, it's an interesting year. It's going to be great. It's going to be a Sunday night football. Oh, it's going to be amazing. But the odds of the two worst teams having to face off in their last week of the season, especially because they play division foes and they always play each other, is very slim. Have you ever heard of the Browns right? in the That means that. They, 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 they would have. Oh, no, not anymore. Not anymore. That would have been a good call. They, they always try to, to. I feel like they try to give the, the better team like the, yeah. the, the worst teams in, in week 17. I don't know. Maybe not. Anyway, that'll do it for us. Did, we, did I miss NBA's anything? The NBA is kicked off full gear. All right, that'll do it for us. By the way, don't look now, don't but the Orlando Magic have the best record in basketball. They are 4-0. and oh. no, Don't look now, but Trey Young might be the MVP yeah. this year. <laughs> okay, that's going to be closer. The guys who got traded for each other. <laughs> that's going to be closer. But either way, I don't know. I think I, I happen to really think that um, Luka Doncic is going to win MVP. I, I'm very – Excited for the the Hawks. I'm excited. Orlando, I'm not, I don't really care for. Um, the Clippers are a disaster. They, they, <laughs> they're going to be lost by 40. They should trade their players now. Um, just be done with it. <laughs> so, so a couple weeks ago, uh, a couple weeks ago, I mentioned Kate um, the, that the Rockets traded Westbrook to the Wizards for John Wall. Now, I said it, both both teams. It's not going to really impact them so much. And look, right now the Wizards are own four and the Rockets are own two. So don't look now. <laughs> but I but I think that would that might have made both teams worse. <laughs> you know. Actually I saw a statistic today that Russell Westbrook is the first player in in a very long time right. to start off the season three straight triple doubles. So he's always getting triple doubles, but he can't shoot the ball consistently from the outside. So that's that's Russell Westbrook for you. But we'll see. I'm okay. not saying the Wizards okay, and fine. Rockets aren't gonna be good teams this year. The Nets, and if you really want to know, if you really want to know who's going to win the, the World Series, the Padres, if you really need to know who's going to win the Super Bowl this year, I can't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably going to come down to, probably going to come down to Rogers Thank you, and mm, it's going to come down to Rogers and it's going to come down to Andy Dalton and Patrick Mahomes to fight it out in the Super Bowl. <laughs> By the way, wait, finish your thought. Last year, we were stripped of Rodgers yeah, versus happening. Mahomes. This year, let's get it, baby. Call. Oh, oh I want to just say, I just want to say, revenge game, if, if, according to what I have here, New Orleans would be playing the Rams in the first round. Oh, revenge, playoff revenge. It's a narrative I like. Interesting. Oh, the, the, the infamous passing interference. 
We'll be back here next week to discuss everything that went down in Week 17, all the playoff matchups. There'll be six instead of four for Wild Card Weekend. Get pumped, baby. It's that time of year. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the Rocky and Meisty Show on your preferred platform. Follow us at Rocky and Meisty on Twitter, Instagram. Please reach out to us. You can always chat sports with us, ask us questions, whatever the case may be. Till then, we'll see you all.